0: Welcome in everyone to another episode of the XFL Fantasy Central Podcast. I'm your host Rod Gomez. You can find me on Twitter at RJ Villagomez. Find the show on Twitter at XFL Fantasy Cast. Just me tonight. It is a Monday night. We are going to cover the DraftKings main slate. We're going to cover some fan duel. We're going to talk about what won and what that means to you as you're putting your lineups together this week because there's a lot to learn I think from the week three plays and how they all shook out uh, and I think that it would definitely benefit us going forward uh into this coming week to to build our rosters and hopefully win some money so uh all that coming up on the show this uh this episode so hang tight we're getting to it well, it turned into a heck of a week if you rostered both Cam Phillips and Phillip Walker in your DraftKings or your FanDuel lineups. What a what a heck of a week if you packed both of those guys in there. I'm, I got to tell you right now, as far as fantasy is concerned, that is just ludicrous to have back-to-back weeks where one stack just blows the heck up. Obviously, Cam Phillips with another three touchdown performance uh, and then PJ Walker uh, Three touchdowns and then a rushing touchdown of his own so man You want to talk about having a day and having a huge day? It definitely helps somebody walk away a whole heck of a lot richer. That is for sure. Unfortunately for me I went almost full fade (laughs) On The the Walker and Phillips stack and what's sad is that I knew better and I should have and I got a piece of it I, I, I had Cam Phillips in a lineup, but I did not stack him with Walker because I don't know I I, I thought Teamu was gonna have a better day than he did and, and Unfortunately, he didn't and it just really sunk me in the uh, the contest. I did not enter the main full disclosure I didn't enter the main uh, this week and and here's why and we'll get into the rosters here in a second, but I'm I'm kind of deviating from a philosophy of I have to play These gigantic GPPs with 150 entries per because I'm not entering 150 uh, Lineups, I'm not trying to, to you know put all of my lineups into one um, so I'm going to concentrate a little more I think in the future and I don't know if this does anything for you I don't know if this helps you maybe decide what you want to do or, or what kind of DF play a DFS player you want to become Because for me, I, I feel like I'm swimming in too large of a pool uh, I, I don't have the capital it takes to play in high-stakes tournaments and I don't want to put together these hundred and fifty entries um, You know because it's just not it's not what I have I don't have the, the type of money to do that Uh, And if I did, maybe I would and feel more comfortable with it. But I'm going to pick and choose and be a little more selective with where I put my my money now. And I'm going to enter contests that, um, you know, more single entry contests, more, I don't want to say low stakes, but, you know, low, low, high of the, the payouts, not going to be 100 grand. I'll tell you that much right now. Uh cuz I'd be happy seeing a comma in in a win. Um so I'm going to concentrate more going forward on on smaller tournaments on you know less populated tournaments, more single entries, more double-ups. Um I, I think I might shift to becoming more of a cash game player than a gigantic huge GPP player. So um I'm still going to play in GPPs, I just don't really want to um have that kind of a sweat going where I'm, I'm in for, I don't know, however much, you know, the entries are $10 times 150. I don't have that. Kind of capital. Um, so if you are that type of a player along with me, uh, then this is going to be probably the show for you going forward because we're going to talk a little more strategy about um, some cash game stuff and, and some uh, GPP plays that won't make you uh, completely go broke or have to divorce <laughs> or whatever else. Uh, so yeah. But now if you had PJ Walker and if you had Cam Phillips, then you probably weren't sweating a whole heck of a lot. And in fact, the winner of the main uh did have that stack and uh, the winner of the main in DraftKings had this was their lineup. All right Uh, philip walker again who had forty one point six four DraftKings points Uh, and then he had cam phillips who was forty eight point four got ah, three touchdowns 194 y- I mean I last week was probably the single most You know spectacular uh, Wide receiver game and of course it was cam phillips, but he just followed it up with another one So cam phillips is the real deal here in the xfl. Uh, I'm not going to put him on an nfl roster yet uh, Because again, we have to see this for for way more than just uh, two games back-to-back But definitely in the xfl. He is a shining star and somebody who I think we all uh, Are really going to look to uh, going forward on our rosters Uh, now in the contest in the main contest he was only 26% owned and and PJ was only 25% owned. So only a quarter of the people that played played both of them uh, You know at one point or it's it's crazy to think that a stack like that which should have been You know, I in my opinion and and why I faded it was it should have been a lock and I almost thought the ownership Percentages were gonna be a lot higher with both of those guys uh, But it ended up not you know only a quarter of the people that that played in the main played These guys, um, but they accounted for, (laughs) you know, 90 points Uh, so that that's crazy to even think Uh, but anyways at at running back though, they had trey williams and trey williams in the main 4.4 percent owned He only got 8.4 points Um, but I think he did more than I thought he was gonna do He had three catches for 33 yards and he had 21 yards on the ground Uh, It seemed like Seattle was actually using him a little more than Gardner Uh, And and Andy well Farrow was getting his fair share of work, but when Williams came in it was you know again three three catches for 33 yards that's where he made his his most of his points and He looked good in those in those Catches and in those runs. So maybe we'll see a little more of Trey Williams going forward uh, over Gardner because I think Pharaoh We know what Pharaoh is and I think Pharaoh going forward is going to be uh, That guy that they're gonna lean on Uh, but for whatever reason it felt like Gardner was kind of getting shuffled to the back uh, of that that uh, Running back matchup. So uh, so when Philip Walker Trey Williams cam Phillips were were the three first three rostered and then they were uh, put Jalen Tolliver in there 6.4% owned in the main Uh, He had a hundred yards on eight catches uh, and that really that got him the extra bonus and listen If you are not paying attention if I put the clapping hands emoji in this if you are not paying attention to John Ferguson uh, Then you friends are missing out because John called it earlier in the week on this show uh, That it was gonna be Jalen Tolliver week now. Listen I love John and all but I didn't find a way to get Tolliver into my lineups um, because I sort of just overlooked the whole Tolliver thing and I wanted to get Tolliver in there. I just never did Um, And so I'm guilty of not paying attention to John and John. I'm sorry uh, I won't make that mistake again. <laughs> I promise you this much, <laughs> because John's on the money so much, and if you're not really paying attention to him, uh, then you're like me. But just kidding. I mean, I I, I really did. I want to get. I wanted to get Tolliver in, um, but I just didn't. I I don't know. I, I loaded up in other spots and uh, and didn't necessarily find a way to get him in. Uh, but Tolliver had twenty two point four points. Uh, which you know again, that's that's huge on the day for a guy who is only six point four percent owned uh, Let's talk prices too, real quick. I'm sorry I, I, I overlooked the fact that we need to get prices and Walker came in at the week at 11 and a half K Williams came in at an even 5,000. He could have been a fantasy four-pack player if I would have really thought about it um, Phillips came in at 11.1 K Tolliver this is where really, you know Jalen Tolliver 4.3 That that was what his uh, his price was. He was only four thousand three hundred dollars And you want to talk about absolute total bargain that was an absolute total bargain so again if you listen to John and you did what John said um, then you were laughing your way to the bank because man that Tolliver came out of nowhere, but not necessarily because all of a sudden once the quarterback play started to pick up a little bit Then you know, he started to get involved and you saw it. You saw Tolliver. He's definitely a good player You know, it just you can't deny it and he was good in the, in the Canadian Football League as well uh, And once he got going you just you just saw that He's going to be a factor going forward, especially if the quarterback play can stabilize between flowers or Cornelius or if Murray comes back Which is speculation of that um, So yeah, tolliver at 6.4% owned in the main came through with 22 4.4 points uh, and at 4.3 K You know you do the math. That's about Almost four times, you know, give or take uh, X so that that's good return on the value there um, Donald Parham. Oh my gosh, this guy He is just killing it right now for the renegades and to be honest with you He's the best receiver that the renegades have right now and he's their tight end Uh, He is just absolutely crushing it right now He came in at 31% owned and what's funny is that he was higher owned than cam phillips who blew up for three touchdowns last week So uh, go figure right so parham two touchdowns 101 yards on five catches 30.1 points and boy you want to talk about scary uh having him go down for that brief moment kind of makes you wonder what would have happened anyways if he wouldn't have gone down but he only stood out for a couple of uh, a couple of series and then come back in and really lit it up some more so donald parham going forward and we'll talk about these guys going forward here in a second but let's finish the lineup um at flex the second flex position was austin Proell. uh He actually had a pretty decent day. He was only 5.5% owned in the main and I think a lot of people were scared off of him because of this seattle offense and because of the fact that you know last week he kind of disappeared Um, but he had a touchdown six catches 81 yards good for 20.1 points and then the battle hawks defense. Oh man Boy, did they stick it to new york. They had three sacks and interception a defensive touchdown Uh, they got 17 points all told uh, against those new york guardians and just stifled him. So Uh, the battle hawks were the defense to own um parham coming in though at 5.3 thousand That's not a heck of a lot of money guys to to pay for that much production Uh, 30 points. That's you know six times right there 6k Um, and pro l 8.4 he was pretty expensive, which is why I think again a lot of people didn't own him because he came in pretty expensive and you know for for that kind of a price you were not really getting or what you thought was gonna be good production um, but again, that was it. So the winning lineup again, the person that took home the hundred thousand uh, Congratulations to Darcy Maniluk, I guess Darcy Maniluk <laughs> Philip Walker Trey Williams cam Phillips Jalen Tolliver Donald Parham Austin Prowell, and the Battle Hawks defense That was the winning lineup um, for DraftKings and I mean, I don't know how comfortable you feel with uh with actually going forward with another stack Uh of of walker and phillips because here's the thing Both of those guys are so insanely priced this week And to try to get them both onto a roster is going to be quite difficult Uh, and but here's the thing we'll and we'll talk fantasy. We'll talk actually value plays coming up on on thursday um, it's going to be difficult, but it's not undoable or indoable, or it's not impossible <laughs> Because there's some good value plays going on uh, there about three thousand dollars and but well I wouldn't say below because it's the lowest but in that three to thirty five hundred dollar range There's a lot of great plays of people that just kind of jumped onto the scene uh, this week and even you know and guys like uh, Carter Marquez Carter uh, That man, I came out of nowhere. Right. Larry Rose depends on whether or not we see and and you know what even if Elijah Hood comes back We may not see either one of those or you may not see him again because both of the, the backups just came in and owned the game So, you know got a couple of good guys waiting in the wings uh, It may be a back by committee situation. So maybe I don't know Carter will come in and and do great things but he'll get pulled out again for Rose and We'll have to keep an eye on that situation because I don't know that Carter's gonna have another game the way he did uh, last week uh, and he was 0.01% owned uh, again. I, I told everybody to to play Rose because Rose was the guy Rose didn't disappoint you But he certainly wasn't Carter. That's for sure uh, But get back to Walker and Phillips stack Walker twelve hundred dollars this week Phillips seven eleven seven um, So Phillips only goes up about six hundred dollars, which <laughs> crazy and Walker goes up about five hundred dollars. So not a gigantic price increase, but you know the the six the eleven hundred dollars kind of takes away from uh, a lot of what you could do Without it, you know last week the, the stuff that you could fit in there um, but I'm telling you right now it just Last week was a great week. If you stacked those two it was not so great a week If you didn't stack those two uh, everybody else was kind of left wanting because here's the thing to Amu just really let a lot of people a lot of fantasy owners down last week There was a lot of hype around Tamu coming into this and you know, it just it was so I don't know. It was a weird game, you know for the battle Hawks because they didn't really need to be um, That huge they didn't have to come up that big and so Tamu didn't have to have another multi touchdown huge game just basically went out there and made sure that he didn't turn the ball over, and he was good. So that kind of hurt a lot of us uh, who put him in there, uh, and it was it was you know a little disappointing to to watch the stack because I had him and I had him stacked with Russell in the. Um, In my FanDuel lineup. So let's talk about FanDuel real quick because FanDuel is uh, Man, I I actually had a fun time with FanDuel this week and we talked about FanDuel last week Right, and I actually built out a roster uh, For you and with you on FanDuel and I actually used that roster um, In I believe I used it in the the nine dollar one. No, actually I I was close I, I told you I was gonna maybe change it up a little bit um, but I did I think I did change it up just a little bit from what we talked about So in FanDuel, here's what I had. I had philip walker I had quentin flowers because in FanDuel You could have quentin flowers as a running back, which was again a huge kind of a cheat code type of thing um and 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 it kind of I mean this is where I it didn't it did pay on it did pay off and it didn't pay off at the same time and I'll explain in a second uh, But I had flowers in it running back. I had Cam Phillips uh, Donald Parham Lance Dunbar Keith or Kenneth Farrow was my lineup in FanDuel uh, And Philip Walker was twenty three dollars. Remember we talked about FanDuel being a hundred bucks So Philip Walker came in at twenty three dollars, uh, but he got us thirty eight point six four points um in FanDuel, because FanDuel is a little bit different in scoring uh, than is um, DraftKings, but uh, yeah, so he got thirty-eight point six four points, uh, which was pretty good at twenty-three bucks. I I was happy with the performance. It was again the the top quarterback performance. On FanDuel for that slate. So that was good um, Quinton flowers had ten point nine four points. He was twelve dollars uh, And again, he came in he had a rushing touchdown, right, which was great, which is what you wanted to see uh, And he had 29 yards rushing and he came in to pass So when he came in and here's what I was a little bit upset with was that they didn't keep him in <laughs> He was doing pretty good and then they brought uh, Cornelius back in but uh, yeah, it was a little bit difficult to see him come back in again uh, but anyways Cam Phillips, obviously, we know he was a monster 41.4 uh, Remember FanDuel is half-point PPR. So it's not full point But uh, he was $21 uh, We talked about that last week too. Donald Parham $16. He got 24.6 points Lance Dunbar uh, I, Boy, I I love I love you Lance Dunbar. He got 12.4 points. He was $15 um, but boy there was that one play where It was late in it and Dunbar, they gave him the ball and he just sort of collapsed. I know that there was two defenders, you know, coming in on either side of him, but he just, it looked like he just went down at the one foot line. Uh, And then the other play where he just pulled up, right? He didn't score. He just pulled up and and he dropped, which is a great football move, but it is a knife in the heart for fantasy because he may have had six or he may have very well had some, you know, Way to set up another touchdown for him (sighs) Two plays in that whole thing that and I'll I'll get back to why those were important in a second, but that's why Lance Dunbar um, I'll buy you a beer man. I'll Venmo you a beer for what you did for me. But boy, I gotta tell (laughs) you If you would have just went to the end zone just just that one time we'd have been a a, I'd have Venmoed you a, a car uh, but anyways Dunbar 12.4 points uh, $15 Kenneth Farrow 13 point or $13 11.4 points um, And so here's here's why all that matters. All right, so the winning the winning lineup for at my lineup Got hundred and thirty nine point three eight points right in the in the main in the Sunday main or Saturday main rather uh, which was both both days and um, Then I got 139.38 points. I was 19th out of 21,348, right? I was literally less than five points away from taking the whole thing down and and winning uh, at least 20-some-odd thousand dollars um, because the winner had 143.84. Again, I had 139.38, 143.84. The winner, uh, Festo604, um, took home $24,000 with this lineup. Philip Walker at 38.64. He had Kenneth Farrow as well. He had Jalen Tolliver. Boy, Jalen Tolliver at $14. (laughs) Yes, I can hear you. John, I hear you telling me that if I would have had Jalen Tolliver, I'd have been a heck of a lot better off He had Cam Phillips also, but here's where he separated from me He had Flynn Nagel and Nagel had 12.4 points same as Dunbar two dollars cheaper I mean exact same points as Dunbar, but two dollars cheaper and then he had Donald Parham so the difference between my $140 payday and $24,000 was Jalen Tolliver and Flynn Nagel I just, as a, as a fantasy player, I hope all of you guys can appreciate the absolute 100% sweat <laughs> that went on uh, the whole time, just knowing that if Dunbar would have crossed that goal line, things would have been a whole heck of a lot different. And uh, it just, man, I tried to recapture some of that on Sunday. I didn't get that on Sunday. It was it was sad because I just, that's those Sunday slates weren't as action-packed and full of, uh fantasy goodness as was the um as was the actual uh saturday main slate so um all right so look at we talked to uh aj rider right uh of the x and goal podcast he talked about his fan duel game and uh i did enter that again this week and i won again this week so uh that was a lot of fun i was i was pretty glad that i got to take home the the top prize that time my lineup was as such, right? I had Walker, Flowers, Phillips. This time I had Spruce, who who would have known that Spruce would not have come through uh, the way he was supposed to. Uh, this lineup, I actually had Flynn Nagel, and then I had Josh Crockett. Um, so yeah, that, that was my lan- lineup for the X and Goal podcast. So what are we learning through all of this, right? Well, on FanDuel, what's crazy is that you actually can get uh, a really good solid lineup together with that hundred dollars, um, and and it's crazy because if you play FanDuel and you look around for the value, obviously Flynn Nagel was a really good value play there, right? He he was a guy that uh, that when you put him in, he, he won the lineup. Basically, it was him and Jalen Tolliver who were both value plays, um, came in and won. Whereas because Nagel was the same price or was the same score. As Dunbar as $2 cheaper. And $2 in FanDuel makes a huge difference in what you can do. Um, and if you look across the board this week at FanDuel, uh, you got Josh Johnson in the this is the that Saturday main slate um, where I know that a lot of people don't like the FanDuel, uh, the way the FanDuel setup is as far as contest-wise. But here's the thing. Again, if you're looking for contests that you could enter and and be competitive in. These are the types to do so because I know that everybody wants the glitz and the glamour of winning the $100,000, but listen, I've seen it across Twitter. I've seen it across my own feed. People are happy to double up on a $25 double up. Um, You know, it's not, sometimes it's not about the huge prize. Sometimes it's about winning. And for me to be that close to $24,000 on $9 entry, uh, I just entered the one lineup in that Multi that multiplier uh, or the the multi-entry game and and managed to do that So, you know, it it was just a a matter of being able to be competitive and I think FanDuel gives you that opportunity too, and some of these other smaller um, Contests as well. So yeah, if you want to do one of these Saturday ones then by all means enter in you know like I said, there's there's plenty to to have in fact the hundred and fifty thousand dollar one uh, Is is the one you may want to answer, you know, it's it's the Saturday games It's LA versus New York. It's Seattle versus st. Louis. There's some decent fantasy points to be had there And I say that because you know Taamu's playing Josh Johnson's playing and you actually saw uh, How good Josh Johnson can actually be? Uh, in this last weekend, so the fact of the matter is that he could very well be somebody that you, you know, roster and and, and build a lineup around. Who do you pair him with? Well, that's, that's going to be up to you because I really thought that um, Nelson Spruce was going to steal the show. Now, granted, he ended up having a pretty decent day, but it certainly wasn't a uh, gigantic Trey McBride type day. Boy, and and for those of you that rostered Trey McBride, good on you, because I got to tell you, that was something that kind of came almost completely out of the blue, Um, because Trey McBride didn't have anything going for him the first few games, and all of a sudden just exploded onto the scene um, for huge numbers, you know? He had, what was it, two touchdowns, 109, and nothing before, because he was hurt. So everybody that was touting Trey McBride going into the season, this was their payoff, right? This was the game where they proved that uh, he's got it now. Obviously, he got hurt uh, We'll keep an eye on him and we'll see if if he goes and how practices but um, You can't ignore Trey McBride now and he comes into that contest on, on uh, Saturday at $17 uh, Which is the average price per player if you're to roster for fan So, you know, do you go spruce do you go McBride? Who knows at this point uh, do a little more research and then later in the week. We'll get uh, Some actual plays to you, but uh, yeah, I mean taking an early look at the slate and trying to figure out where to go I'm telling you it's it's going to be one of those situations where uh, you're gonna have to dig a little deep too for some value in here as well Uh, Which there is some value plays still to be had down here Um, Even for this this uh, this Saturday slate, you know guys like Adonis Jennings can still get some looks because he um, Is getting targeted at the very least Brandon Barnes. Maybe he breaks one loose Uh, You know, we'll see we'll keep an eye out on Joe Horn see what Joe horns doing Uh, even even a guy like Evan Rodriguez who you know has Actually getting his name called Um, They're out there too So uh, All right I hope That that uh, That helped breaking down Just just the winning rosters And Seeing what the folks that uh, That are winning these things are doing And it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility for you, you know, you, you could put together good lineups like that as well um, Obviously with the the stack of Walker and Phillips that was almost a no-brainer um, But again, it's it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility for you to put together a, a winning lineup like that uh, if you listened again to the show for John, he would have given you the Tolliver pick we talked about Parham uh, We talked about obviously the Phillip and the and the Walker stack So you were already what four four tenths of the way there Four four tenths of the way there <laughs> You were four pieces away from being able to take home a good payday. Um, I don't know about that battle Hawks Defense, I don't know that I would have called that that but that was in a popular defense 36% in the main Um so you know, again, where where the the person that won the hundred thousand went where everybody didn't was Trey Williams and Austin Prowell and Jalen Tolliver. Obviously, those were the lower owned guys that came through for um, Darcy Melek. So, um, all right, tomorrow. We are going to talk uh, with Adam again, Adam Pelletier. He's going to come. We're going to talk some, uh, I think we're going to talk some waiver wire pickups for you season long folks. And then we're just going to put some actual names on the radar for you. And uh, we're going to talk about some folks. (laughs) As my computer keeps freaking out on me Uh, I think it's telling me it's time to to cut this episode. So we're gonna do that Uh, but yeah tomorrow good show. We'll put it out again Um, we'll talk some more names We'll talk some season-long stuff and uh, and get you ready for your waiver wires on wednesday. So All right. I hope everybody had a great weekend. It was Amazing football so much fun to to watch, uh, especially that uh, that cam phillips Show. Oh, that's me. I'm doing that that cam phillips show Uh, can you tell I'm a professional. Yeah, Uh, the Cam Phillips Walker show. We'll see if it happens again Uh, But if it doesn't we'll get you ready on Thursday with uh, with John Ferguson again And maybe he can give you another Jalen Tolliver type of a play to put you in the green because that's where I want to see everybody I want to see your guys as green I want to see you walk away with with some cash in your pocket to at least enough to enter another tournament next week and maybe bigger tournaments as the Days go on but you know wherever you're comfortable Uh, Like I said, I'm going to swim in some shallower oceans and try to, uh, try to build up my bankroll that way. And we'll see, we'll go from there. But uh, anyways, all right, listen. Game over. Episode over. Um, We'll talk to you tomorrow night, and we'll have some more to talk to with Adam Pelletier and uh, and all that good stuff. So, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for having so much fun with me on Twitter over the last uh, last couple of weeks. Again, I love talking to you. I love interacting with you. Please, at XFL Fantasy Cast, give it a a follow, and I will. uh, Yeah, I'll talk to you on there when we're not talking here. So, all right. Until then, we'll see you tomorrow night. That'll do it for another episode of the XFL Fantasy Central Podcast. Uh, a huge thank you to all of you, again, for listening. And uh, I, I said it before, just before we close the show, I, I look forward to talking to you on Twitter, so let's do that. Let's uh, let's talk, and let's have some fun, and let's get to know each other better. And, and to all of you who have started following me over the last week or two, I really appreciate you, and uh, I, I appreciate what you guys have to say, and I appreciate the interaction. Let's keep it going. Let's keep this... this, this train a run in because i tell you what the xfl has been an absolute treat uh, at times and look there have been some sleeper moments but uh by and large i'd say that uh for for some spring football this has been a lot of fun so uh, all right episode is done we'll be uh back again tomorrow with more content and uh yeah until then we'll see you tomorrow